0: condon ken miller oh, mama! trent condon Four. this is miller and condon on des moines sports station 106.3 kxno
1: all righty good morning everybody welcome to miller and condon here on a monday des moines sports station 106.3 kxno it's trent condon and Ken Miller, we're here for the next couple of hours, taking you right up until 1 o'clock. Thanks for joining us here uh, this morning. And for spending part, the final part of your morning for some of you and first part of your afternoon for some of you uh, with us as we take you up until 1. Uh, lots to get to. Coming up on the BMW of Des Moines guest list today, we will start with Nick Olsen, uh, who covers Iowa State for 24-7 sports. He'll be with us at the bottom of the hour. Recap. Uh, Iowa State, Texas, take a look at where they are going into the buy and perhaps a sneak peek, uh, ahead to their final five games as they, uh, are, tr- are, like a lot of teams, trying to find a way to, uh, get the postseason. Nick Olsen will kick things off the BMW to one guest list at 1030. Uh, so Nick Hour, I've just realized, Nick Athen will be here. Uh, Chiefs Insider, we have to spend some time on that game yesterday. Boy, mm-hmm. oh boy. Well, good morning, by the way. Hey, PC. how's it going? Good. Um, those two quarterbacks wasn't that fun. That's so, that's so good. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, just um, out dueling one another. Just shy of
2: four hundred for each of them.
1: That's amazing, right?
2: One pass though.
1: Who's uh, who's number three? I mean, who's the third best quarterback? Because I think the first two are, are are on display in that game. Well, it's not that's the a, old
2: guys anymore, right?
1: That's that's a, a topic that we. If we don't get to it today, we will tomorrow. I'm assuming. I'm with you. I am, who's closer to a Super Bowl, Brady or or Aaron Rodgers, or C, none of the above?
2: Uh, I would say Tom Brady, because at least they have a defense.
1: Well, they do, and they're in a division, Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Brady's getting a lot of heat, because on Friday, when the team was going through their walkthrough in preparation for the Steelers, uh, Tom Brady was in New York at his former owner's wedding, Bill Belichick who still works for Robert Kraft, mm-hmm. turned down the opportunity because he has a football game on Sunday. The quarterback of a different team decided he had to be there, um, and he's taking a lot of heat for it. And he's got a lot on his plate, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, st- stress like this gets to everybody.
2: Maybe he was looking for a new
1: lady. Maybe he was. Um,
2: you know, weddings are a great place to I find. I would be yeah. trying
1: to patch that up, Trent, <laughs> if it was me, but mm-hmm. that's just me. Uh, you know the
2: old adage. Find me somebody with a beautiful wife, and you'll find somebody that's sick of her. And it's true. Well, it,
1: the the adage is I've heard it. I'm, yes, I don't know if it's. True. I don't agree with it. I don't either because um, I have one, and I'm perfectly happy. See. Anyways, so that's the first hour of the program. Hour two, Bama, Bob, uh, Trent, and I will go around college football. And what a weekend it was Ooh. from a national perspective. Uh, Scott Dockerman will join us at 11:30, where the Hawkeyes go from here. Yes, we know Columbus, uh, but actually the their final half of their season. doc got a couple of really good articles up, one of which is the um, conundrum, quite honestly, that the Big Ten is about to undergo once they do get the two defections from the Pac-12 and how they're going to come up with the divisions. And sadly, um, with expansion comes elimination. And what's going to be eliminated are some of those trophy games that have made, in part, uh, this conference, what it was, Mister Monday Night, who coming off a rare loss, will be in here just before we get sixty-seven percent of the. Year. No, you're on fire, Trent. I I just say that for transparency, oh, right? Right. Uh, but you're you're having a a terrific season. So Iowa State is close to having a terrific season, right? Their four losses by a combined fourteen points. Um, positives from the game. They're playing a ton of freshmen. Mm-hmm. They're playing a ton of freshmen in that game. I'm, I'm probably missing some, but Orange uh, and, and Gilbert and Cooper and McLaughlin, who did not land with his whole body weight on the quarterback, yours, no. did not, uh, but was called for it. Um, and um, uh, Cartavius Norton, there's another one. So if I'm missing a true freshman that played, that's the positive. The, the um, negative, I guess,
2: is... Special teams, again. Again. Didn't cost them points. Well, the punt the, block. and the punt block. True. Early. True. Um, Miss field goal. Missed field goal was a high snap. You escaped. Yep. But yep. that guy came in untouched. You're right. You've had three punt blocks now? Two uh, against Iowa, one here? I have to think that there are very few teams um, that have three punt blocks. Trent, they have to lead the country in that statistic. Perkins then on his second punt. Did you notice how quick he got that one away? Yeah, and it didn't go. And well. it was an awful. Punt. Well, for starters, Campbell should have went for it. That, that's the other part. Uh,
1: and then, but it, then they do punt
2: it away. And, and They p- do punt it away because he, he had to get it off result. his foot. Because yep. he, well, some guy might come in unscathed because we don't have a dedicated specialty. It, was, special
1: teams it coach. was a. It was a bad punt. It was a bad. There's just no sugarcoating. Was a, it was a bad punt? Look, the offense is there. You've got the right quarterback. It's growing pains. There's no doubt. I get the fact that. And you should be to this extent. If there was no review of what maybe was, t- sure looks like it, but it might not have looked like it too. You don't see. It's not like two battering rams, right? right you, yeah. And you can you can you can clearly tell it's really close. Of the two uh, por- uh, portions of that play, if I was to nitpick one of them, I think he was down. You do? I thought the ball. I thought Decker's knee was down before the ball is definitively. It starts to come
2: just a tad loose. I was more. That's all it takes. If there's movement. But it, it was like boom, boom. I it's, didn't even think it, it was it's boom, an boom. eyelash. I thought it was. I thought that one was easily. Did
1: out. you? I well, we'll agree to disagree. Um, the targeting, like it's a big call. It's a massive it call, especially when you combine it. Especially when you combine it with McLaughlin early in the game. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, come on. Right, uh, that That's not roughing the passer. He
2: didn't come down on him with his whole body weight. He just didn't. The difference is that is a quarterback in the pocket as opposed to... A runner, right? Who's not, not he was not there. defenseless. He's not defenseless. That is as not a defenseless was. player. Yep. And that's nope. what is the difference runner. in this. He is yep. a runner, and that changes the rules, if you mm-hmm. will, of what you consider targeting. He came in with the shoulder. Did the head eventually make contact? It did. It looks like it. But and that's I don't also need not to see the screen cap of the helmet that has the little yes. scuff mark. Are we sure that wasn't there in the first quarter? You don't. <laughs> you don't. You absolutely don't. Right. And the same thing with still pictures. Still pictures and do it's not, not tell definitive proof. You can't tell the whole story. Yeah. This, this is, is does it seem like another bad call went against you. Okay. Yeah. I a lot you that. of those.
1: You have a lot of them.
2: I mean, you you got
1: a wall full yep. of apology letters. Yep. Here's the good news As we said last week you can win every one of your games. You can lose them all. Mm-hmm. But there's nobody on that schedule. Look, Oklahoma State getting beat, I didn't see that coming. Especially when you go to the fourth quarter and you're up two touchdowns, please.
2: That offense stunk in the second half.
1: Trent, honestly, I kind of, after the third quarter, I never got back to the game.
2: I barely How did. How could you after yeah. what we were watching on other channels? I saw one play in Wisconsin-Michigan State, the game winner. Did you? I had under forty nine and a half. That overtime pissed me off. Uh.
1: That's the worst about betting out totals oh. when it goes to overtime. You should, you should, they should refund your money. Oh, yeah, refund everybody, yeah, yeah. Refund I, everybody. Help me out a little bit here. Oh, I hate that. Just, just drives me nuts. Well, the total's when,
2: 42. I got that. No, yeah. it's overtime. Here comes the point.
1: Especially when it ends 42 and the total's like 68, 69, uh-huh. and they play all those extra periods and you just take one in the shorts that way. Now it's changed, thankfully. With the two you have to versus, go for yeah. two more than not. But look, there's some pause. If you're Iowa State, you go into your bye week and, and it is, I get it. It's what if? Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of what if. Um, there's some positives. Look at the kids you're playing. And we haven't even mentioned some of the young kids, the sophomores, dot, dot, dots, that were... Bo trailer in his group, yes.
2: Yes. They're, guys like that. Can't run the football.
1: No, they can't.
2: Here would be the frustrating part, officially, now, officiating I, aside. Can I stop you for a second? Sure. Deckers on design runs ran the football better than he has all year. Something that you wonder where that has been mm-hmm. for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But you are now in year number seven. We have never seen a good offensive line. No. We've never seen a great special teams. No. Seven years. Not a good kicker last year. Had a good kicker. Yeah. Special teams overall weren't great. No, they, they didn't return any kicks. They put the arm up in the air every single time. Yes. Just Fair drive catch. me nuts. And you got a guy that can move back there, uh-huh. right? Jalen Ol. Yeah. Guy's got a little wiggle to him. Mm-hmm. Fair catch. Fair catch. Two things that continue week after week, year after year, to be the same things. And a coaching staff that isn't willing. To adapt, to evolve, to change with it? I don't know.
1: She certainly hasn't shown any signs of willingness to do so at this point. Is it a recruiting problem? Is yeah. it the way they do things? I think recruiting's going the right way. I mean, look, we just spent five minutes talking about all the young kids mm-hmm. that are playing. Uh, and and that's, a, that's a massive positive. But the offensive line is not good. No. And you know what? It wasn't good the other on Saturday either. And particularly in the second half, they did a great job on Robinson early. Mm-hmm. They got to Robinson. How many times did they get him in the backfield? Seven yard gain. Yeah. And they got him in the backfield all. I mean, him and the, uh, and the, uh, the other kid, was it Johnson? Had him all day long. Is it Rashawn or something like that? Johnson, anyways. They got to these running backs and had hands on him and couldn't get him to the ground um, so many different times. Hutchinson, you feel awful for the kid. You do. You feel terrible for him. What was he doing? I don't know. Did, it, know. did his gait get just He must a little... have got twisted somehow, because right. he makes that catch in his sleep. Right.
2: He just does. This, this guy's been so it good. It was a tad underthrown. You know, one thing I did wonder about... Leaving his feet? Well, before that, was there some wind? Was maybe the wind at his back, and he thought it was going to be more underthrown... I don't know. ...that answer. it was, and then the balls in the air, like, oh, no, I don't have mm-hmm. to slow down as much as I thought for it, It threw off his gate, threw maybe. off his stride... And because of that, then everything was all discombobulated, mm. and oh boy.
1: Trent, this is the best player on the team. Yeah. <laughs> Where would they be without him? How it's just can, terrible that it, who it's Who can him. kill Xavier? I mean, who can? you can. And if you can, um, you haven't watched the the entire season up to this point.
2: Where Even this in the team? game, he caught 10 balls. 10 for 154. Right. And a couple of tough catches, yes. too. Yes. I mean, he was getting licked. Yep. He and packed. narrow winders, to Decker's, to Decker's point. Big third downs. Uh-huh. He was everything. Uh-huh. But now there's two moments in two games. Game on the line. I know. And X comes up empty. Well see the the one the the uh, the play on the sidelines, I still
1: hadn't see a clear view of it. Sure. Because the cameraman didn't get speaking of clear views of Matt Campbell. Did you see at the end of the game, could you read words? I wonder who he was pissed at. There was a couple of
2: those moments.
1: Well there was one in particular was uh shut the bleep up beat. Yeah. Um I don't know. look it's it's a contact sport. he's wound up. Mm-hmm. Um it's unfortunate that that's when they decided to show him. But now it leaves you with the question, who was that
2: directed to? <laughs> was it an official? Was right. it a different player? I
1: hope it was an official.
2: As opposed to a Texas yes, player? Yeah, yes. I agree with you.
1: I think it was probably
2: the latter one of the Texas kids was the mouth of an awful lot. I mean, if I had to guess. What would you think of his comments afterwards? Which one? Uh, so proud. Went down the Paul Rhodes yeah. road.
1: You know what? I can see it. You're going into a bye week. You wanna you wanna build these kids up a little bit because now they've got they've got uh, five to win three. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he says it, Decker's first year. Norton. We just went through the list of freshmen mm-hmm. that are playing. They're not relying on a ton of seniors, obviously, uh, as much as any of them. A uh, couple on the offensive line. Hutchinson for sure. Um, in the the, uh, linebacking core for sure but I don't know it didn't bother me didn't bother me what he was saying I do get the fact that it was kind of like Paul Rhodes ish if Mm -hmm. you will
2: it was just the the verbiage using the proud and, and how long that was talked about but just found that one interesting so now with the bye week they have to beat Oklahoma to be bowl eligible Get them at home. Mm-hmm. Sooner 11 o'clock, by around. the
1: way. The game was just announced. It is an 11 o'clock kick. So that's
2: weird on the 29th. They played 11, and Iowa plays a 2. A 2. So going to miss the beginning of that shootout between the Hawkeyes and Northwestern. Ooh. So who's got that 2 o'clock game? I would guess BTN. It has to be, right? Right. I mean, that that would be the assumption because uh-huh. it's just a ESPN weird and ABC window. is not putting it on. Fox is not putting it on 2 o'clock Mm-mm. because of their 11 o'clock Mm-mm. kickoffs. It has to be a BTN. Mm-hmm. Unless FS1 has something different, you know, an eleven o'clock window—that's still... where Iowa State's going to be. Oh, there, that's FS1. Yeah. Okay, I'm just kind of thinking through what everything's going to be—a possibility. And those are the only connections. It's got to be BTN. I,
1: w- I, I would think just, just weird, anyways. But um, Iowa State—if a woulda, shoulda—don't throw the pick, don't get the punt blocked, make the field goal. Hutchinson's drop. Um. You you escaped Texas. So back to your question. Is Oklahoma, do they have to win this to get to a bowl? So let's go through the rest Mm -hmm. in in order.
2: Um, They've still got to play West Virginia. That's the game afterwards. So it's back-to-back home games with Oklahoma and West Virginia. After the bye week, 29th and then November 5th for OU and then West Virginia. Okay, then they go to Oklahoma State.
1: Tough game. Going to be tough. Yes. Uh, is it as daunting as we thought maybe if you would ask me this question on Friday? I don't think it is just because we saw some cracks.
2: And there's been so many great games between these two teams. Yes, so many close absolutely. games. Absolutely. Gundy versus Campbell, basically, every one I think mm-hmm. has been pretty much a Paul Rhodes versus Gundy was close. <laughs> he got a big win. Big that. win. Big winner on
1: a Friday night, but even there. Changed the complexion of college football. Yes, it did. Absolutely did. Texas Tech at home, senior day, saying yeah. goodbye to these kids. Uh, yeah. He's that a layup. No, by no there's no layups in the no, Big Twelve. Absolutely not. Um So do they need Oklahoma? Well it certainly help. Yeah. It certainly helps. You
2: feel like you have a chance. You lose that one, and then you're looking at that slate in November, knowing you gotta win three out of four. Mm-hmm. That becomes really, mm-hmm. really difficult. And mm-hmm. yeah, when does hoops start? Trent, they've only got
1: just, just on, I me mean, when you said that, they've only got one game left in October.
2: Yeah. Good God, it goes so fast. It does. It? Don't complain about it. Enjoy it while it's here. No,
1: okay. That's 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 the new leaf that you asked me to turn. Yes, over. yes. All right. So, what other games we're gonna do? We're gonna go around a bunch um, a bunch of games with Bama. Just real quick on Tennessee and Alabama. Oh, oh, what an incredible
2: atmosphere! What an was,
1: amazing atmosphere!
2: Would you want to be anywhere else in college football on that Saturday? Rooting interests aside, no, no, <laughs> not really. There is not even close. There is nowhere. I think in college football this year, even before the game, <laughs> yeah, we watched a lot of these. I mean, we watch football a lot. And just the build up, the lead up flipping over there, getting over to eight k c c i and and getting excited for it, and that I just had a different kind of feeling, mm-hmm. although I do have one Nick to pick with uh Danielson
1: and um oh my God, why can't I think of his name um Gary Nestler D- now brad Nestler they tried to make us believe that they had no idea what the point spread was in this game. I mean, come on! How can you turn on anything and not see another number with a plus or a minus beside it? Anywhere. Even, where did they say that? I didn't even catch uh, it. During the broadcast. Oh. I think it was coming out of the house. Ha- you know what? Um, Dan just said something about somebody's favorite or something. But I really don't have any idea what the point spread. And Nestor said, come on, don't lie. <laughs> it's okay to talk about the point spread it is, now, yes, right? Yeah. It's 2022, not 1992. <laughs> right. We're good. Don't lie. Um, but the game itself was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Watching the student section. Have you seen the the, uh, the video? It's on Twitter of the student section at Tennessee. And it just, they're, they're at the field level. The guy's taking the videos at field level. And all the students' heads turning as the ball is is going oh, through no. the air. And then when they realized it was good
2: and the flood of students start rushing the field. What a great atmosphere. Watching it live with my wife an Alabama fan. Uh-huh. I thought it was no good. I thought the I kick, thought it was blocked. I did too, because uh-huh. have you ever seen a kick no. without a deflection no. do that? No. I do high school games. Right. You'd think there'd be some. I've never seen a kick like mm-hmm. that. What game did you do? Oh, you have Valley Dowling this week. Which was all Dowling this yeah. week. I see some bad kicks. huh. I've never seen anything like that. No, I there,
1: didn't think it was going to be good. And
2: then, for whatever reason, the camera angle, I see it cross the cross. I thought it was short. I thought it was what? short like and then it? pandemonium. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. I, I was completely dumbfounded by it. What a scene. What, what a environment. Scene. 15, think of that, 15 years. Well, Cyclone fans know that feeling. Mm-hmm. 1998, mm-hmm. 15 years of getting your teeth kicked in, watching a program ascend to a level that you used to be at. Right. To be. The roles were reversed. That's what Tennessee was. I mean, think of the downturn of Alabama football outside of ninety-one, ninety-two. Yeah, my lifetime, Until Alabama was there. not good. No, that was not. Tony a good Yelk before. beat Alabama. The kick was good. The kick was good. The officials got it wrong. <laughs> well, you know what? You th-
1: Another it's, apology. It's, letter. it's not. It's not funny, but it kind of is. I mean, these things go back since I've been on the air. For yeah. God's sakes, it never ends. It right? never does. <laughs> Iowa State's going to have one go again, seemingly all the time. Who was the best quarterback on the field back to that game?
2: Oh, it was Bryce Young. Yeah, it was. It's I mean, Hendon Hooker was great. Hendon Hooker but... was great. Bryce Young's the best player in college football. I wonder what you can still get him to win the Heisman. Now. Well, Hooker's With... overwhelming. Yes, face. yes. I mean, the national,
1: me- because of this game, mm-hmm. he beat Bryce. No, you didn't. You beat the defense. And it's a good thing that uh, for whatever reason, it's a down year as far as recruiting in the secondary for Saban and company, because woof, that was brutal. Bryce Young is the best player on the field. Bryce Young is the best player in college football for yes. my money. And he shows how this guy escapes.
2: And then to carry that over to Sunday and watch Mahomes do what he does.
1: I get right
2: now at circa. Get Bryce Young at twelve to one. Really? Twelve to one? What and was he before the what was he before this game I don't know. It? Have to yeah, see if I can find Half something of that? last week. Stroud is minus one ten. And Hendon Hooker. Let's scroll through. These are alphabetical. Where are H Hendon? There he is. Plus three thirty-five. So Stroud is still the Stroud's favorite. Stroud's a narrow favorite. Yeah. And then Hooker at plus three thirty-five. So I'd take a shot. I I'm, would too. And that I'm number? also I'm going to take another shot at Alabama. I know things have not been pretty lately. They easily could have lost you to have throw they the sh- ball on them. Should have lost to Texas.
1: Yep. But it's still Alabama. No, I'm with you. And they're going to get in. Now they have to run the table.
2: Yes. To get in. Uh, but we shall see. Plus three eighty five for the Crimson Tide. Hmm. I think it's worth a shot. Um, you know, Miles might be worth
1: a shot, depending on how you feel about him. If Tennessee beats Georgia, Georgia's not getting in because Tennessee would get to the SEC championship game. I don't see that happening. I don't. I think Tennessee Georgia, which is the first Saturday in November, if that's not appointment television. Um, Fingers crossed that the locals stay off that window because, yikes. All right, couple of calls real quick. Let's get to Jeff, uh, then we'll get our break. Nick Olson is going to be up first. Nick Athen is going to be second. We do have to recap uh, from Nick's perspective that uh, Bill's Chiefs game. My God, it was entertaining. Uh, Jeff, welcome. How are you?
3: Good. 11 to 1, boys. Best uh, radio spot. You guys should be, from doing 3 to 6, you guys are the best on KXNL i got to give you guys a quick shout-out on that.
1: Well, we're, we uh, work with a lot of talented colleagues, so I wouldn't go that far, well, but thank you for the kind words. What's your point? I, Get to I, it.
3: I, I'm, I, well, no, 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 I'm going to tell you. You guys are the best on Cakes, so just take that as All right, you, so. thank there's you. A lot, there's a lot, but you guys are the best. Uh, okay, first shout-out. Dallin uh, Catholic uh, winning four straight against Valley hasn't happened in the story rivalry. It happened Friday night. That's one.
1: No, I didn't know uh, that, trend. Yeah. Did you? Wow, that's a good point. Thank you, Jeff.
3: Yes, point number two, that Chiefs, Bills game. Wow, what a what a lead in, and we can talk Mahomes and we can talk Allen. I want to quickly talk Allen and that move he had in the third <laughs> quarter when he just lifted his yeah. body over that defensive back or whoever whoever it was. But he can make every play. Mm-hmm. That that go route that he made to Gabe Davis, mm-hmm. the way he finds at the end his, of the first half. The end of the first half, yep. that go route one on one, he makes that catch, just puts it right in that basket. And you know what? I hear a lot of guys on the radio or TV, you know, kill Allen for running the ball but no. then when he doesn't run the ball he gets killed but you know what when he when he goes out there and he finds those those gaps and he takes off I'm all about it because you have people you know who's the best quarterback or who's the most agile quarterback you know you you know you can go wherever you want but right now and I, I don't know who the MVP is right now well, I, I don't want to mention on Mahomes okay and I don't want to knock on Mahomes because I'm sure everybody on TV is saying oh the Chiefs they got to go and here's another fact for you Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. That's Ever. true. That's true. That's, but you know what? If I'm going to pick a quarterback to go on the road to go to a Super Bowl,
1: I'm picking Mahomes, guys. Thank you so mm. much. Have a good day. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. Uh, boy, those those two. One and 1A. One mm-hmm. uh, this will be good. Tyler was actually at Nealon Stadium. How awesome is this, uh, huh? First of all, Tyler, what took you down there? Um, are you from there? You were at the game. I can't wait to hear about it. But what took you there?
4: Hey, guys. Um, I just uh, – during, I'm a big Iowa fan, so every year during Iowa's bye week, I pick the best uh, <laughs> nice. game around the country to, to go to. And luckily enough, um, I chose this one. But um, let me just tell you, the, the, uh, I've been to a lot of stadiums around the country and atmospheres. This is by far the absolute best atmosphere wow. and that I've ever been to. And then, uh, then on top, um, on top of that, just the game and how it all unveiled was just uh, got to be my number one experience and game I've ever seen in my lifetime.
1: Taylor, um, but before I let I you go, so, how much did you pay to get in, if you don't mind me asking? What um, was the get-in? I,
4: yeah, I, I bought it for three twenty five on StubHub a couple of weeks prior, and they yeah. were going 500 $600, wow. um, I think, after that. But went on the field afterwards, saw him carry the gold post <laughs> into the river. Um, Knoxville was up for grabs that night. <laughs> uh, those people are so hungry hungry for those fan bases so hungry for a winner and, and just to see them um, we're so ecstatic but what an atmosphere let me tell you
1: tyler thanks for telling us i appreciate you yeah. sharing that with our audience yeah. thank you very much appreciate it thanks. uh yep thank you uh good stuff what a what, what a trip that would have been huh yeah oh my um, and how about friend. the nerve tennessee the football program Opening up a GoFundMe to replace that was, and they're serious about this. Sure, and the GoFundMe was up over sixty thousand dollars to buy a new set of goalposts because we have a game this week and we're going to. Ne- I think they're serious. Well, I mean, you're flush with cash. You're in the SEC for God's sake. If they're now they are it, still paying coaches. They are. They're yeah. not to coach. Oh, my God. What a weekend. God, I love football. Wasn't that, And baseball was
2: incredible. It was. I found myself on Saturday, as you and me and Bama have our text chain throughout the day, you yeah. saw I was on the baseball a lot. I, was, I know you were. I was so deep into that, just the Seattle environment. And then it just kept it going. never end, And going and going. I and you,
1: Did you see the clincher? Did you see I, the final? Was I it did. 17 or 18?
2: 18. 18 yeah. Yes, in the 18th inning. That was incredibly fun, yeah. I found myself watching a lot more baseball than I certainly anticipated, really over the whole weekend, going back to Friday night. Yeah. Late night, Padres getting it done against the Dodgers, 2-1 in that one. We saw that coming? Oh, absolutely. And even last night, watching the Yankees-Guardians game, we had great afternoon football, mm-hmm. of course, a great Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised how much baseball I've watched here over the last three days. I'm
1: surprised how much I watched last night. I could not get into Dallas-Philadelphia. Well, 20 nothing. That's when I was gone. And then
2: I thought I had a backdoor cover with the field goal. (laughs) Yeah. No
1: good. Oh, my. I will take a timeout. Uh pair of Knicks coming up. Olsen first, Athens second. Bama, Bob, Trent, and I will go around college football as we segue into the 12 o'clock hour. Hour, hour number two. Yes, Miller and Condon, 11 to 1. But right now, this contest, folks, it's back. And I forgot to tell you in advance. Oh, yeah. Apologies for that. But right now, it's time for another $1,000 handoff. Boom! <laughs> Head to KX. We don't have a sound, drink, no. I'm assuming. <laughs> Head to KXNO right now. And once you get there, KXNO.com right now. Once you get to KXNO.com, enter the keyword check, check at KXNO.com. Your chance for $1,000. Another shot at a grand coming up in an hour or so from now. Miller and Condon underway on a Monday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.800 bets. <laughs> Gone. Now, back to Miller and Condon, on 106.3 KXNO, here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, Iowa State. They have a bye week this week. Oklahoma, the Sooners come to town uh, that game has been scheduled for 11 o'clock. It's 11 o'clock kickoff on October the 29th. Nick Olson covers Iowa State for CycloneAlert.com under the 24/7 umbrella. Nick joins us. Nick, Trent, and Ken, thank you for coming on. Another game that um, uh, didn't go their way. Another close loss. I think what the four losses have been by a combined 14 points, which is um, hard to do, quite honestly. But uh, but here we are. Um, your thoughts from what you witnessed on, uh, on on saturday before we kind of dive into it a little bit
0: yeah absolutely you know i was i was able to be in austin guys and quite honestly you know it might not help the the fans and things kind of move on throughout the season but i thought there were a lot of positives to take away i mean the team was well over a two touchdown underdog and clearly they very well could have won mm-hmm. probably should have won you know if a couple of those plays are made late. I won't, you know, kind of play that game too often, but I felt like the Cyclones did a lot of good things. I think the bye week comes at a really good time and kind of cleaning those things up and getting a little healthier will be major keys up until the Oklahoma game for sure.
1: No, just real quick, Nick, um, just I've never been there environment wise. What's a game like uh, in Austin? I thought it was pretty good. You
0: know, I think that it didn't necessarily help a ton how early it was, but at times it was very loud. that Really, the whole city is kind of buzzing around the game time. And I came away really impressed with, with the city. That was my first time there as well, and well worth the trip, certainly.
2: Well, it didn't go the Iowa State way. They fall to 0-4. Ken mentioned it at the top. Four losses by a combined 14 points. A lot of what-ifs, a lot of individual plays that certainly you look at and say what if this team could be right there in contention for another berth in the Big 12 championship game. But here they are, bye week in front of them. So outside of getting healthy, what else needs to be done this week? I thought we saw some real positive signs out of the offense this week. What else do you want to see during this bye week leading in to the next matchup against Oklahoma?
0: Yeah, I think there's definitely you know they kind of go hand in hand here with the health and outside of that like you mentioned just being able to assert that run game a little more because I think that Hunter Decker's probably played one of his best games maybe his best in just terms of Mm -hmm. great throws coming in big moments third downs, fourth downs, but there just hasn't been kind of a lot of that rushing success within the Big 12 conference I think the health kind of goes hand in hand there so kind of Building off of that, I mean, I'm looking right now, Deckers was the leading rusher for the team over the weekend. That's obviously not ideal when you've got a lot of talent in the running back room. And then it's much easier said than done because you can't always kind of control things in big moments, but really execution. I mean, Hutchinson is obviously, you know, one of the best receivers in the country, maybe the best player on the entire team. And Mm -hmm. I was really impressed. He still put up fantastic numbers and he was very honest with, you know, the media after he felt like if he made that catch late, you know, they probably win the game. I would have to agree with that, at least in terms of setting up for a closer field goal. But I just think things like that, I mean, then again, they're not even really in that game without him. And he has been so good. So I'd really just say building on the run game, cleaning up those little mistakes, because like you mentioned, Trent, you can't really change the record right now. They are 0-4 in the Big 12. But I do think Some of their goals, at least, you know, kind of being competitive and getting back to bowl games and things like that, are still very, very much in the realm of possibility.
1: Yeah, I think one of the takeaways as well is just how many true freshmen are are seeing the field, and there was – Oh, five or six of them that played, and a number of them that, that uh, had an impact on that football game. One of his, Cartavius Norton, who had his most, well, it's the first time we've really seen him, other than a play here or there since uh, his injury in week number one. Obviously, the bye will come for him at a good time. How did he come out of that game? I know you don't get to talk to two freshmen, but what was kind of the, uh, the blowback after that game on Norton, who I believe is going to have a uh, much bigger impact on this offense after the bye?
0: I totally agree with you. I think that he came out about as healthy as he kind of went into it. So I wouldn't be shocked at all to see him at full go 100% for that Oklahoma game. You could tell Jirel Brock still isn't mm-hmm. kind of where he was earlier this year. What he showed, he didn't get a lot of touches. Obviously, he was kind of in pass pro for a lot of his snaps in there. Other than that, you know, I'm just kind of looking at at, at the numbers and the top guys, and I do get the sense that there's a lot of optimism not only for the bye week with getting guys healthy, but for the most part, I think a lot of the team came out healthy from Austin. I know there's a lot of kind of optimism and confidence about some of how the offense performed. The defense wasn't its best game, but still held a really good offense to just 24 points on the road. So I, I do think, other than the final result, of course, There's a lot of good that came out of this trip, and now it's just kind of a point of building on it as you head into really the stretch run of the season, guys.
2: So we saw special teams again rear its ugly head. We saw, of course, the punt block didn't turn into points, so that's a positive out of it. Then the next punt was not a very good one, a missed field goal in there. Just overall, this has continued to be a calling card. We've talked about it before with you, Nick. Still no dedicated special teams coach. Do you think that's going to be something that Matt Campbell is going to evaluate in the offseason?
0: I would think that it's probably something to, you know, very much be talked about. Um, I I still think it's just so much of, you know, kind of that inexperience. I I know that just from what I've seen with my own eyes, I can speak to that because there's just so much youth there. And, And you mentioned the true freshman Trent at a couple other positions. I do think that factors into it, but you're right. I mean, it does happen to, you know, kind of come up and show in these big moments more often than not, it would seem. And just with how the margins are in Big 12 play and how close these games are, it really does matter. So I I wouldn't be shocked if there's, you know, at least some conversation or kind of further looking into some things there because the talent there, I've said it on this show, I'll continue again. I, I think they have as talented of a team as really most anyone in the conference. I've got full confidence in the coaching staff, but those little things add up, guys. So I, I definitely think that could be, Something brought up, and it'll be interesting to see with a week and a half, two weeks of preparation, how some of those issues could be smoothed over a little bit in the coming week.
1: Yeah, interesting. You know, it's it's just weird. You look at the Big 12 conference standings, and they're last. I mean, they're 0-4, and, and they're... They're not the worst team in the Big 12. I'm not saying they're the best team in the Big 12 by any means, but uh just weird to because they they're 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 so close. You know what? I'd like to see that cleaned up, and I'm sure Haycock feels the same way. There were more yards after contact, seemingly, and, and most of them came in the second half. First half, they did a really nice job, Haycock's defense, of shutting down Bajan Robinson on the heels of the week before doing the same to Deuce Hogan, another very gifted running back in the conference. Deuce Vaughn, now Deuce Vaughn, Becker, Deuce Hogan. Now yeah, he's no longer there. He's <laughs> He's with your wildcat, right? He's a cat, and um, but Deuce fun um, did a nice job on him. Clean up that yards after first contact, because the second half Robinson seemed to be able to scoot away if he was hit behind the line of scrimmage, he'd find a way to get five or six or seven, and then Robinson as well, his backup it was the same way. Uh, tackling was not a strong suit in the second half this week.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, I kind of noticed that and and noted it as well late with with Bijan Robinson, one of the most talented. Really backs in the country, obviously Johnson rushing as well. It just kind of felt like the defense was playing as if they'd been you know, on the field so long in that second half and the run game was just kind of gashing them a little bit. There were some major plays with yards after the catch as well. Uh, So I think that's something that, you're right, should be cleaned up. I think it really can be. And I also just think it's a fact that we've kind of seen the levels of this defense and at times how perfect it's been. And it's just kind of natural throughout the course of a season when there are some injuries, when you're playing against some of this top-flight talent, that those mistakes are just kind of going to happen. Like I also noticed it, I think it was on that fourth and goal play on the touchdown. It looked like uh, T.J. Tampa might have had a little help from, I think it was Anthony Johnson on the inside. Any kind of bit like when mm-hmm. uh, when Worthy went inside and then went Hell out. Hell of a move. Hell of a move. It was. It was. And, I mean, you guys know how kind of high I am on Stark as a play caller. I think he really showed that late as well. I mean, it's a tough team to defend. And, again, the Cyclones were right there. So I think those little things will be there. But another thing is the Sooners have that extra week to prep as mm-hmm. well. They'll be very interested. I know you guys are big on this stuff. To see kind of what that line opens up at, I think it's going to be a tight one. Yeah, for me that too. Next game and ends as well.
1: Uh, I'm with you. Last thing, we got 30 seconds left, and I want to say 15 for you to tell us what you got coming up. It's Cyclone Alert, but will Colby Reader play out of the bye week? Do you think?
0: Right out of the bye week, I'd be I'd be a little surprised, guys. Okay. I think you see him again this year, but I don't necessarily expect him that quickly. Yeah, and. Yeah, on my end, this is going to be one of the busier weeks, even though there's a bye week. I'll be in Kansas City for Big 12 Media Days the next couple days and then actually headed back to the home state of Wisconsin this weekend to check out a couple guys Iowa State has offered. It's going to be a fun week. I always love starting it here
1: with you guys, my friend. Yeah, well, likewise. Uh, great stuff, Nick Olson. Thank you for doing this. We may impose on you uh, from Kansas City if uh, if our schedule allows it. So I, I may be in your. Um, I may text you. Thank you, buddy. If not, we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the bye week. Enjoy your home state of Wisconsin. Thank you, Cycle Alert twenty four seven sports. Thank Nick. Have a good week. Would love to. Thank you, guys. Yep, good to talk to you, Nick Olson. Uh, from Nick Olson to Nick Athen, Got to recap that Bills Chiefs. We'll do so next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. It was healthy life. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon. Final segment, hour number one. Still an hour to go as we take you up until one. Let's get into that classic from yesterday. Maybe game of the year? That was the hype going into it. Certainly lived up to it. It was good. It was going. I hope the bar goes higher. Yes, because last year set the bar so high. It was unbelievable. PrimetimeSportsTalk.com, ChiefsFocus.com. That's where you can hear and read our next guest. He's Nick Athen. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Chiefs Insider, and he joins us, Nick. Uh, look at for my money, it certainly lived up to the hype. The two quarterbacks putting on a show. Uh, Mahomes, unfortunately, the pick at the end of the game that was uh, not the way anybody wanted to see it end. Um, right. Whether who you rooting for or not, um, just really entertaining and and clearly for my money, the best two teams in football.
5: Yeah, I don't I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, either team could have won. I mean, they both left points on the field. They both made mistakes you know a couple of officiating things normal normal stuff you're going to see in every NFL game so you know chiefs don't inter- you know, no interception on the first drive and you know they they make that field goal in the third quarter i mean all these things could have changed things but the bills dropped a touchdown pass and and so there were definitely things on both sides that 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 contributed to the wins and the losses but the bottom line is you know Josh Allen made the plays when he had to at the end of the first half and the end of the second half mm-hmm. and that's why they uh, that's why they won. I mean, that's fourteen points right there. If not, you know, they only scored ten points. You know, between those two drives, and I think the Chiefs' defense is is a little bit better than we thought. Um, they played a lot of young rookies uh, who got a who got a lesson and a baptism yesterday uh, going against the Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis. And you know, these are all things that are going to be you know help this team long run. They're going to get uh, you know uh, two of their starters back at corner and linebacker with McDuffie and Gay uh, hopefully this week, and then they got the bye week to kind of fix the offensive line a little bit and I, I think they'll be fine. But to, to 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 back up your statement, these are the two best teams in the AFC, probably for the close to the two best teams in the AF you know, in the NFL period. Uh, they're gonna see each other again. And, you know, honestly for my money, I kinda hope the Chiefs go on the road because that's something that they haven't done yet and under the Mahomes era and I'm certainly looking forward to that opportunity.
2: So McCullough Hardman has a touchdown. There's just something about the guy. I feel like there should be more there. Mm-hmm what is it? Is it is it something, is it a gear that he can still unlock well, speed-wise? That's not the problem by any means. Is it route running? What is it? Because you look at just the raw talent, it feels like this should right. be a guy we're talking about, one of the top 10, 12 receivers in the league. Well, I mean, I think he had
5: a good game. He made some tough catches. The problem is his heel is bothering him so much that he just can't get that gear speed. And uh, it, that's not something that's going to go away. Now, he's going to get the bye week here after the 49ers game, but, He's going to have some time to rest, which is what he needs maybe when they come back. I mean, you know, Mahomes trusts him more now than he has, I think, in the past. But he doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't have that top flight speed, um, you know, that Tyreek Hill had or his ability to change directions in a route. I mean, there was a couple of times where he could have gone, you know, ran a, a couple of different routes and probably had two more receptions. And, and, and he just has to learn those things. But I don't think he's 100%. I mean, you know, there's times he's limping off the field, and they're they're doing all sorts of stuff to you know to kind of stretch out that heel, and that's not something that's going to go away this season. So we may not see his best, but I thought overall he had a he had a decent game. Um, but you're right, there's something missing, and whether it's all injury related or not, or, or Mahomes doesn't trust him, which I think he does now. Um, I, I I think you know we're just going to have to see what kind of player he's in a contract year, so.
1: Hopefully by years in, he's more productive. Well, Travis Kelsey, it's hard not to throw the ball <laughs> his way as well. Well, we started with Nick Olson, we're now with Nick Athan. I want to bring up Nick Bolton, who I thought played his best game as yep. a Chief. Um, you, know, you would know more than me as you watch them closer, but uh, he was a second-round pick la- the a year before, didn't have a pick in that draft. Boy, he was all over the field yesterday, Nick, defensively.
5: Yeah, he bailed them out. I mean, the defensive line did not play as well as they had in the last couple of weeks, and he was that – he was that guy to, you know, make those tackles when, the, you know, the running backs were just, uh, you know, having their way with the Chiefs. And, you know, he was all over the field, made a couple of key stops. Um, you know, I've heard, I've seen a lot of criticism about him today, and I just don't understand it because, yeah, I mean, he made the tackles when the body was, you know, when the body was matched up against him, you know. You know, did he penetrate a lot in the defensive line? No, not as much. But he's all over the field. He's asked to run, you know, protect the run. He's asked to cover tight ends and needs. He was covering wide receivers. You know, he was covering uh, digs a couple of times. So, you know, I, I think he's a fine player. I think he's going to be a future All-Pro. I think once Willie Gay comes back with those two, I think his defense is going to change. Uh, they're not going to have those gashes with running backs, and they're going to have better coverage over the middle. Um, but he's a terrific player. He's, he's been great from day one. You know, he reminds me a lot of Derek Johnson. You know, D.J., you know, just, just played great from the time he started as a Chief. He had a little low in his second year, but after that, you know, he was lights out for, what, 12 years, 13 years. So I think Bolton can have a similar career, but he's their, He's one of their top defensive players, no question.
2: Nick, in our years talking, I know you're normally pretty optimistic. What is the most mm-hmm. pessimistic part of this Chiefs team for you, the one that still concerns you looking forward and looking big picture here for the rest of the season? I know where you're going.
5: You do know where I'm going. Tackles. Right, uh, no, I'm not oh. even going to say that. Well, partially. Let, let, me, let me say this. Tackle, right tackle is a problem. Wiley sucks. I mean, let's just be honest <laughs> with you. I mean, I don't know if Lucas Nian can come back. You know, he's got he's to work through his injuries. I think he'll be eligible here next week. Um, the problem is the problem is this. Andy Reid, Eric Biennemi, and Matt Nagy are putting too much pressure on Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. to make plays. They are not creating enough versatility in the play calling to make up for the fact that his tackles are bad and he's having to run for his life there are draw plays there are screen passes there are a plethora of, of options that are available when your tackles are struggling to where they all have to do is one thing push the guy to the left or the right to open up the play that's the problem they're just expecting Mahomes to be magical on every snap they're making you're putting too much pressure on him. And, and and Mahomes is handling it for the most part. He's willing to accept the challenge. But if the Chiefs are going to have a downfall because they can't really fix the tackles, I mean, both these tackles are probably not going to be on the roster next year. So they're going to have to fix that in the offseason. But for now, they have to use Mahomes' strength and they have to understand what their weaknesses are and they can't continue to run the same kind of plays. You can't put Clyde Edwards Hilaire in the running back position when he can't see the holes, you know, if they run the ball better, then then the defense is going to have to play different. Then Von Miller has to adjust to things. You know, the pass rush is going to have to be different. All these things take into factor, but they're just expecting Mahomes to bail him out every snap, and that's going to be the downfall of this team this year if they don't fix that.
1: PrimetimeSportsDoc.com, ChiefsFocus.com for our friend Nick Athan. Nick, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for coming on, Nick. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Appreciate you both. Take yep, care. Good to talk to you. Nick Athen, as we take a look back at the Bills and the Chiefs. Our number two, Bama Bob, Trent and I will go around college football. Scott Dockerman and Mr. Monday Night. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.